weird fucking guys. You're doing a manly thing and you're a fucking dork. I got my lightsaber wearing my Pokemon hat today. <laughs> wow, you're a real renaissance man, you know that? Goddamn man child. What a fucking dork. Yeah. But he's our dork. The fans drive me to do crazy things. They drive, they drive me to pull my pants down and rub my ass in people's faces and, and all them things. <laughs> hey, John. What's up, man? You still working on that same pack of wafers from the last episode? Last episode. Good lord. A week ago. A week ago. <laughs> or a month ago, depending on when we put this episode out. Or 20 minutes ago. Or it was 20 minutes ago. Who knows? <sighs> oh yeah. Mhm. Mm. This episode should just be us making weird noises. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about sex noises, dude? Are you a noise kind of guy, man? Like I don't know. Do you grunt? I'm sure I make some noises. Dude, I got to tell you the honest I'm truth. I'm not dead silent. I am such a fucking idiot that when I'm, like, doing foreplay with my wife, I always purposefully, like, sabotage it and make the most awkward, uh, yeah. weird shit. Like, <laughs> if I grab her, like, ass or, like, you know, fill her up a little bit or something, I'll make, like, a weird face or I'll, like, <laughs> like, fucking grunt or something or, like, or I'll do, I'll do, like, a, I'll walk up behind her and, dude, she hates it. She fucking hates me. She hates me because of this, but uh, I'll walk up behind her and I'll be like, "Hey, little girl." <laughs> I mean, I've done things I, like to the point where I was comfortable. Where I'll do like humorous shit. Oh, I like, said uh, the if, creepiest shit to well, her, dude. Uh, like if if like somebody's like fucking like saying some nasty shit during it or whatever out of the blue, I'll be like, "I don't like that kind of language." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or I'll say some stupid shit like that. But, oh, uh, dude. And then what was a? Uh, let's see here. Another fucking thing I've done. Oh, usually like right after, like if it was like really good, I'll uh, I'll ironically say like that was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> For shits and giggles, one time I, like, oh. I told my wife, uh, I was like, "That was nice. The money's on the table." <laughs> A lot of times I'll just be like, it was the worst. <laughs> I mean, obviously it wasn't. I can't help it, dude. I think the comedian in me is yeah, just like... I, I always got to fucking... say something stupid or shocking or, you know, take it over. I do that in everything now. I, I'm almost embarrassed by it sometimes. Like, when I fight, I fight nasty. Like, I, I'm always fighting with words. Really? Yeah, and it's like I already have it in my head what I'm going to say. It's, it's a really bad tick that comes from, like... A lifetime of watching people argue, you know? Hmm. So, I've already had, like, arguments in my head and stuff like that. I really don't like it. It's something that I really don't like about myself. But I don't want to get too deep about that. Well, I think that... I think on a subconscious level... We learn to prepare. You yeah. know? So, like... You know, to steer it away from the bad things, which... You know, we all go through them... But even in life, 
I walk around um, trying to make people laugh. I mean, sometimes it's an utter failure. Dude, mm-hmm. I have notoriously said... The wrong thing at the wrong time oh to the wrong person. Oh my fucking God, dude. Yeah. I'm going to openly admit, and I swear to God, this is like a bad one. I fucked up royally, you know? Like, royally insulted somebody and did not mean to. Yeah. But, you know, like, you have to really think to yourself, like, dude, imagine that person dealing with that, you know? So, like... We were in a restaurant one time, and it was, like, a big gathering of people. And I, like, being me, like, thinking I'm being a dickhead, like, and I was, but I told the waiter that, uh, don't mind him, he's gay, you know? (laughs) And the fucking waiter is gay. And, like, dude, walk, dude, the waiter, like, you could see the change on his face, like, he was mortified. He was like, dude, you're a piece of shit. And, like, I remember thinking, what the fuck did I just do? Dude, I just went to the doctor the other day, and I was getting blood drawn and stuff. I was getting my blood pressure checked and things. And uh, the doctor I go to, it's like, i never seen the same doctor twice. It's not like I have, like, one doctor. They're all, like, student doctors kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So you, like, make your appointment, and, like, somebody reviews your chart or whatever the fuck. But uh, this time around, the guy comes in, and he's, like, Really, like, he was really well-built. He was chiseled. He was in great great shape and everything. He's a good-looking kid. Like, a good-looking <laughs> young guy. He comes in, and, dude, he's got the rainbow, like, fucking thing around his neck, like, holding his lanyard or whatever. So it's, like, a rainbow thing. He's, like, super, super homosexual. I could tell right off the bat. And uh, he sat down, and, like, it was so obvious that I couldn't fucking resist it. <laughs> I just looked at him and went, you gay? (laughs) (laughs) And he laughed. He was like, yeah, you're funny. You know, like, (laughs) but, you know, so like in that instance it worked, but yeah. I think that that's like the, uh, like there's a lot of tension in, in our country right now about all of this. And I really think that the only solution is to laugh at it. Yeah. Is to laugh yeah. at it, man. I mean, now, for us it is. Maybe not for somebody else, but for me and you, the solution is just I want to just laugh about this. Come on. I think at the end of the day, when you know, when everybody lightens up and realizes, dude, nobody's going anywhere. This yeah. is a community that is a part of our country, and we have to embrace it. It's, right. It's here. I think it's just know? part of progress, right? It is. It's growing pains. Leave people alone. Let them be who they are. Yeah. Now. The kid that I insulted, I do feel, you know, I felt ashamed. I felt like, dude, that was fucked up. You should have really thought about... I should be smarter than this. You know, like, like I didn't mean it in a malicious way, but now, like, if I were to, like, think about if I was that kid... Yeah, you don't understand the context of what I'm saying. Yeah, he's just like, what the fuck, this guy's a piece of shit, he hates me because I'm gay, (laughs) you know? And I'm like... No, I'm just a fucking failure of a comedian. That's really what it is. Is I, I actually hold nothing against you, and I'm really sorry that I hurt your feelings. You know. So, uh, so if he is listening, hey man, I did not mean to insult you that day. I truly apologize. I'm sure he's not listening. He's probably not listening. He's never gonna fucking hear my my very sympathetic apology. Yeah, you know, it's gonna so. fall on gay deaf ears. Gay deaf ears, man. That should be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get a ton of ratings. Of, like some the gay community will be like, dude, you know what? These guys are all right. 
They're all right. They understand us, man. I don't fucking understand you. I, I kind of like that know, gay deaf ears. Gay deaf ears is almost, a good one. I almost you know? want to make like a fucking, like get some friends together and start a band and call it gay deaf ears. Dude, that would be a fucking band. Yeah. You know, that would be, <laughs> I got a friend that wants to do, uh, he's like, he's like a punk rock dude. And he's like, yeah, I, I want to start a band again. And Dude, he is punk rock as fuck. Yeah. He's covered in tattoos. He's got a mohawk. He, like, does blue-collar work. He walks around at Doc Martens. He's just a punk punk rock kind of He's awesome. Media. I love him. We should have him on this show because yeah. he is Kevin's a, a big punk fan, too. Kevin, like, that's, like, his most comfortable form of music. So, like, when he, like, records all those songs and, like, sends them and stuff like that, like, that's kind of, like, his thing. Like, three chords and just, like... Which is really hard to do. Yeah. Like, some of those songs that he does... I couldn't just sit down and do it. Like, and even though it's, like, simple to play or whatever, they're really clever songs, you know? Like, he's he's more talented than, than he uh, may even realize, man. That guy's just... I think all of us do that to ourselves. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, he doesn't downplay it. He's very comfortable, yeah. which is... That's what I envy the most, is even, his even, level of comfort. Yeah, but I think we all fall into that. You yeah. and your artwork, me doing this or cars or whatever, even in cars... I, I was thinking about you and our conversation the other day about you discussing your artwork and how you feel like, oh, what the fuck, I'm not really holding up to par. Dude, when I drive into the car show, as we discussed on the last episode, you know, a week ago, <laughs> it's funny how I can remember it so well. Yeah, right. Almost like it was 45 minutes ago. Right, 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 right. Anyway, uh, when I drive into them car shows, I feel like I'm a fucking amateur compared to them guys. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, uh, what the fuck, I'm, I'm not, but on the same token, people walk up to me and they're like, holy yeah. shit. Because everybody's. Look at your fucking car. Everybody's you know? presentation is different to somebody else, you know? Yep. It's, yeah, that's what it is. And it's like, as sloppy as you are, I think like Kurt Vonnegut said, like something like, uh, like no matter how good or bad you are at something, just practice it anyway. Cause it's yeah. like, cause it's good for your soul kind of thing i don't want to sound too deep about it but it is like you know if you're just somebody that loves painting yeah but you can't paint for shit just go ahead and paint you dude know? the beauty of so for me this this podcast is my art you know yeah i don't look at the cars as much as i uh, definitely do when i look at you i definitely think of your cars as like a form of creative out uh like a creative outlet sure and i understand that i mean to me it's um I don't know. When I look at this though, and like doing the intro, dude, I was so excited. Yeah. I was like, I was like in my fucking glory. I'm like, dude, I'm editing, I'm lowering the volumes, and I'm like manipulating it so it sounds the way I want it to sound. And like, um, even the rhythm of it, and then us recording our episodes and coming up with new concept of what we're going to talk about. To me, this is, this is me like, like letting the wild side out, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, it's funny because sometimes, like, I don't know about with your artwork or maybe with Kev, but like, sometimes I take a lot of pride in it. I'm like, dude, I fucking knocked it out of the park on that one, you know? And I mean, like, I think it's an individual basis on certain pieces or whatever. Sure. There's plenty sure. of times that I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with anything creative is you, us creative types, regardless of what we're making, are critical and mm -hmm. we have to be because we are the creator, the editor, and we are also the audience mm -hmm. because it's for us, really, you know? So, like, when I make this thing, if if I 
I'm I'm trying to edit based upon the audience, but I'm the audience, so I don't really like it. So then I'm like trying to like manipulate my own thinking of like, well, am I being too critical? You know what I mean? So like, these are all the the processes of creating something. And you're like, you get fucking lost in it sometimes. Sometimes you just want to throw it the fuck away and like walk away. Dude, there's... I throw away a lot of shit. Dude, even on this show, sometimes I'm just like, man, what the fuck? I fucked up. I didn't, you know, I didn't do it the way I I thought I should. I think like right now we got like two episodes that are like not you know, out there because we were just like, I don't know about this one. You know? yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's a part of you and it's like, I think the beauty of what we forget about as creative people is that there's so many people out there that can't do what we do. And I don't mean that in a, uh, egotistical way. I mean that like, I think we forget that the audience isn't just us. Yeah. It's also people that can't do what we do here. There's people... I told you... They sit in front of a microphone and they just freeze up. They can't say shit. Well, just... just, uh, That's one of the many small facets of doing this. Is just talking, coming up with the ideas, creating the intro, you creating the logos, everything. Every fucking idea spurred from something. Right. And just having the ability to sit down and fucking dive into it. A lot of people can't. Mm-hmm. They love the idea of a podcast. Oh, I would love to do a podcast. We'll do it. Just fucking sit down and do it. Right. They'll never do it. They'll never fucking do it. So I think there's a part of us that that should feel that it's our duty in some sense to be creators. Yeah. You know, to be... You know, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Is like this concept of... You know, when you think about the, the app TikTok... There's two types of TikTok users. There's creators and watchers, uh-huh. you know, and I'm a creator. I go on there and I, I make bullshit for, to entertain people, you know, and, and really life I think is like that is like, there are some people out here that just create shit. You know, we, we are the creators of things. And then there's other people that stand back and kind of watch it and just, whether they admire it or, or whatever, you know, or critique it. But it's like, uh, I don't know. I guess I've been, like, thinking about that philosophically lately. It's just like, yeah. for the longest time, I felt like I wasn't creating nothing, you know? So now doing the podcast and sitting down with you, like, some days you and I get kind of, like, burnt out or, or, like, stuck in something. And we're like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? What are we doing right now? Yeah. I feel like with those two episodes and then, yeah, like... Yeah, it was just, like, not the perfect fucking time to be trying maybe you know sometimes you're just you're just uh spinning tires you know yeah. like sometimes you're just like what the fuck i just i don't know what i'm doing wrong and like you and i've discussed on previous episodes of uh you know every third sunday is like sometimes you just gotta wait yeah you know you just gotta wait out the storm and then the weather gets better and then you're just ready to fucking kick ass again you know yeah and um I don't know. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I don't know about I don't know about you, but like, dude, I'm excited, man. You know, yeah. you were coming over today. I was like, already. I kept saying, like, in my head, I was like, all right, I'm gonna wake up early. You know, I'm gonna jump on the fucking intro. And I was like, I was like, so glad that like, right, that I started to get the intro together before you even arrived. You know, and so it, it was ready and good to go. And yeah, kind of gave yeah. us a jumping off point too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Yep. Life's got its ups and downs, you know? Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, boy. So it's uh, in two days. It'll be Fourth of July. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Fourth of July. Yeah. Independence. Kind of sucks that it's like on a fucking Tuesday. Yeah, I gotta work tomorrow. Do you? Yeah. I took off. Fuck a lot of people did. A lot of people at my job took off, but you know, they're gonna be like maybe like six of us that are there to kinda just staring at the floor. I don't think there's gonna be a whole lot to do. I don't Flicking know if we're gonna be pencils. there for a whole day or whatever. I mean I'm, we're gonna have work to do, but it's not gonna be a, not gonna be like a regular day. They should just let you just raise hell in that warehouse. Just fucking <laughs> Dude, you should have like a indoor like uh I've had plenty of jobs where we did shit like that. We had like barbecues at the warehouse and stuff like that or you know. You should play a game, dude. They should let you... Like, is yeah. it a big warehouse? I mean, it's filled with fucking freight. Exactly. Hide and seek. <laughs> yeah, right. You guys should play... High, or paintball. Run yeah. around in there with some That fucking, would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Paintball in a warehouse would be fun. Some customer gets his fucking box and it's all lit up with fucking paintballs. Yeah. You know? What the fuck I, is dude, this? I worked at a warehouse not that long ago. Like, as a part-time gig. that was so jam-packed from the floor to the ceiling with just giant fucking bales of like lumber and like drums like everything was like from fucking ceiling to floor just packed hmm. it just felt so fucking like there was something about it that was really eerie yeah you know it was just a weird place a big big fucking warehouse just full of shit and it was like a dilapidated place it was like shitty dirty i like them places yeah you know, it was fucking filthy it was I right love. on right on the on the water uh in Chester. Like yeah? there's, there's the river right there. Yeah, like I could walk out the side dock and there I was right on the water. Like it hmm. was it was strange. But it was like an eerie fucking place. It looked like a setting in like a video game or some shit. You know I what love I mean? them. Yeah. So that's where I found that nineteen ninety Crown Vic that I sold. Yeah. I found that in a warehouse in Chester. Chester is fascinating because it is a very old city in well, this that's, country. Well that's this warehouse was like a car factory. Really? Back in like during World War Two. No shit. And basically everything, like, seems like it's still original. Like, yeah. it's not been very modernized, hmm. you know? Like, you look up and there's, like, the, the skylight windows yeah. through the whole warehouse. I'd say, like, They're 60% of them are busted out, you know? In the winter, it was colder in the building than it was outside. Yeah. So you'd be, like, freezing your fucking ass off. I mean, it was, like, it was brutal. I mean, I'm glad I was only there four hours a day. I couldn't imagine working there full time, you know? It was crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, not that interesting, but pretty cool, like visual. But, yeah. Yeah. But it's, I love old stuff like that, though. That's yeah. why I like going to, uh, you know, like I like going to different places. And I used to like going through abandoned buildings. Right. Yeah. For some reason, it's just kind of fascinating. Yeah. I mean, it's. it's I think it's like the atmosphere, or the ambiance, the like the visual of it, or whatever. It's you like know. a carcass. Yeah, you know? you're kind of seeing something that's old. And, like, just seeing that it, it it once was something, and now it's not anything. You used to be full of life. Yeah. You know? Right. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta sneeze. You gotta sneeze, sneeze, man. Just yeah. let it out. Kabloom! Sneeze. You know? Just sneeze some boogers all over that fucking... I uh, talked about it too much. It went away. <laughs> pussy. What else, man? What else is going on? So, it's 4th of July. You're gonna be in that warehouse. You're gonna fucking... I'm not gonna be... I'm in the office. I got a white collar job in the office. Dude, do you ever like sneak <laughs> off and rub one out in there, man? No, like never. behind one. <laughs> <laughs> right behind one of the boxes. No. <laughs> this fucking 
blow blow a little fucking snot around. <laughs> Just so one like one of your customers gets to this what box. What the fuck is this? It's like oh. a fucking you know. It's something like it's like a collection of pillows from well. like some fancy fucking and on the side of the box is a big old fucking what? Dick <laughs> <laughs> Big old fucking dicks. What's that? One yeah. of the warehouse workers just rub one out on your fucking pillows. Yeah. We we ship a lot of like dialysis machines. Really? I'd like to blow a load on one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm not looking forward to it. I don't feel like fucking working. Call uh, out, fuck them. No, nah, I can't do that. Why I, not? I just, fuck them. Listen, Nobody's man. here. I, I, uh, cause somebody else will have to take up the slack. You know? Yeah, fuck them. That's I their problem. That. Yeah, I can't do that to my, that, you know. I'm having a barbecue. You're, you're more than I, welcome. I know, to, I know, and I want to come. You're more than welcome to call out or just tell me you gotta leave. If you're there and it's fucking slow, just be oh, yeah, fucking leave. If it's slow and there's nothing to do, I'm not fucking hanging around. Yeah, I'm out of here, man. Fuck this place. Yeah. No, you know? There's no reason to. Hmm. I dig it. Yeah. Man, we should have had a topic coming into this, huh? I know. We fucking jerked <laughs> off. Oh, um, what was I going to talk to you about? I was going to talk to you about food. Yeah. So, like, there's this uh, place in Collingdale that does seafood. So, my brother-in-law says to me last weekend, he's like, oh, yeah, man, I found this seafood place over in Collingdale. And I was like, eh, seafood's how you get fucking stomach poisoning. Like, yeah. I'm not... Not super excited about this, bud. And he's like, "No, no, no, they got really good reviews." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't really buy seafood in the fucking hood, man. I don't. I just. It's not about the neighbors or or the. It's. I'm not talking about the demographic of right, the people right, right. there. I'm just saying that that typically the seafood is some shit out of the back of a truck that's been in there that truck for like fucking two months. You know, like. Yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised. This shit. What's the place called? Uh, ocean, ocean seafood or something like yeah. that, right on McDade Boulevard. I think that's what it's called. I would have to look that up to yeah. make sure. But it's a relatively new spot. It used to be a faux, faux something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the faux joints. Yeah. That used to be in Collingdale. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so that one closed, and then this is now like ocean seafood or some shit like that. Yeah. But, uh, pretty good, dude. Let nice. me tell you something. Pretty good. We got crab legs. They put it in a fucking bag with like lemon pepper and a bunch of like, uh, it's a lemon pepper dry rub and then some like like a little bit spicy hot sauce and some shit. Yeah. And my brother-in-law was like, dude, what they told me is is leave it in the bag, crack open the crabs, and then dip it in the sauce. Yeah. Like all the shit in the bottom, all the butter and everything. Yeah. It was fucking good. I bet. It was pretty fucking good. I bet. You know? I'm a seafood kind of guy. I so do I. Dude, I love it. I yeah. fucking love just like... And you can't get full-on crabs. So you can eat crabs for fucking three hours and not... You know, feel a thing. I feel like that might happen today. Yeah, I feel it like today's like a, a seafood kind of day. It's a great day. Yeah, I would love to just have like a fucking day where I could eat like a fucking bunch of crab legs, drink some Rolling Rocks, and watch like RoboCop or fucking The Fly or some shit the like fly. that. Fly. Yeah, just veg how can you eat food that. and watch The Fly? Uh, yeah, I'm desensitized to it now. I guess. Really, it's fucking gross. Man. I know. I love it though. Oh, dude, Fly makes me like. Yeah. Ugh. It traumatized me as a kid, but I love it now. Like, I love it. Uh, yeah. What have you been watching lately? 
Um, you know what I watch? I watch on HBO. There's a show called Painting with John, where it's uh, John Lorry, who is like this like saxophone kind of like musician. I think he's done like a lot. I don't know. You know, like I don't know a ton about him, but I love his show, and I I know that he used to have a show called Fishing with John. Okay. Where he would basically go out on a boat and like fish with like all these like avant-garde type fucking musicians and artists and stuff like that like fucking uh like like tom waits or something like guys that are like kind of an acquired taste but people respect them regardless okay like i don't like tom waits but he who's can, that tom waits is a he's a singer songwriter you know tom waits if you heard some of his shit probably he's probably a jerk off that's probably yeah i i that's kind of how i feel about him i think he's a jerk off <laughs> but um but, i said I mean, that and he's I not not talented but he's like so eccentric Oh, and he's like, probably a jerk off then. Yeah, he's very eccentric. He's a very distinct sound to his voice. Sounds like he like gargled like fucking broken glass and like ate a cigarette before he started singing. Oh, you know he's like one of those dudes. Is but he a cunt? I think he's a cunt. Okay. And to a certain extent, I think maybe John Lurie's even a cunt. But I like I love it. Like I love the show, and I like him, and I like like the way, and he's like so like tongue in cheek about it too. Like I think like his his most recent episode, he had like flea on the episode. Really? So, like, Flea comes in and, like... I like Flea. Yeah, Flea's the shit. And basically, like, he hangs out with Flea and they put on, like, fucking, like, uh... Like, pinstripes like they were in jail or some shit. And they just sat there and bullshit it for 20 minutes. But the one episode was, like, phenomenal. Like, he, like, has, like, this, like... This, like, semi-jazz blues music going on through the entire episode that him and his friends record. Yeah. And while it's going on, he's, like, talking over it. Like, almost smoke, spoken word. Sure. But, dude, it went on for, like, the entire episode. Like, it started off, and that was the entire episode was this. Hmm. But then the next episode will be a total departure from that. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a fun show. It's like... I'll have to check it out. I think you would like it. I think you would, I think you would appreciate it. He's, he's, like, not a great painter. Yeah. You know, it's like we said earlier. Like, he just does it because it's good for his, you know, his soul or whatever. Dude, do you know who is a fucking phenomenal artist? Who's that? Terry Crews. Oh, is he really? He is really fucking talented. No shit. I didn't know that. So if you follow his Instagram, he's been posting a lot of his artwork lately yeah. and like like videos of him drawing. He does like uh, pencil drawings and stuff and like I was like, I never would have fucking guessed that. But right. he is really fucking talented. But what I think is good and what somebody else thinks good is good is subjective. Well So I maybe mean, like John Lurie's paintings are good to somebody. They're yeah. not, I don't look at them and go, oh, it's a great painting. But you and I critique on technique. Technique. Yeah. You know, so like when I looked at Terry Crews, he had he had phenomenal lighting and shading techniques. Yeah, which that's all know? fucking art is to me. Yeah. It's how well you draw how light hits an object. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what it is. That's when you get down to it technically, that's really what the fucking appeal of it is. I mean, that's how I judge. I know according to modern art especially when it gets very abstract is m more people are concerned with like some kind of suggested theme or something or like but honestly i think it gets lost especially when you start getting into who's the guy that flicks paint you know that just does yeah. uh i don't know, you know I dude, I I don't know I don't know why you would spend a million dollars on a fucking oh that fucking guy he's dead now pollock yeah, what yeah, a, his, what a his jerk fucking off. paintings suck, you know? dude. They fucking suck. I don't know how, like, I don't know how you're like, you spent 
a Why would you spend all that money? Dollars yeah. On some shit. You could have like, gotten a fucking thing and gone down and looked at the fucking Titanic. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you could have went down there twice. For a quarter of that price. A quarter of that price. Right. Instead, you got Instead, some Instead, you got some off. piece of shit fucking painting that's then, of nothing. I'll even say, like, like Warhol, like... Yeah, I don't care for that shit. But again, it's subjective. Somebody dickhead, loves it. Somebody you know? out there loves it. Yeah. You know? But the show, the Painting with John Laurie show is fucking fun as shit. Yeah. It's really fun. I think he's, like, in bad health or whatever, and he, like, lives out in the fucking... We're in, like, the Caribbean or some shit like that. No shit. And he just hangs out in his house painting and telling stories and, you know... And he's got, like, his assistant there, who I don't know if it's his girlfriend or not. I don't fucking know. She's a really cute, like, uh, foreign woman, Nezrin. I don't know what her nationality is. But she's really cute. She's nice. And then he's got, like, his, like, uh, like I don't know if she's, like, a maid or a housekeeper or whatever. Sex slave. No, not at all. No. You sure? I'm positive. But he incorporates them into the show. And they have, like, these little recurring bits that they do. But it's not really produced. You know what I mean? It's just like, it seems spontaneous. I think they're all trying to copy off of. Like, I think you us. need to watch it to understand it. Okay. And I think you would really love it. I think you would like it. I think you would go. This is pretty fucking cool. And that's just how I look at it. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Really? This is a cool fucking show. Yeah. And it's just like. I judge harshly, though, man. You can judge it however you want. It's it seems sloppy, but so, it's it's still good. So right now. He's Every, very secure and comfortable in his skin, and I think that's what, what makes it good. Right now on HBO, there's another show that everybody keeps pushing me on, and they're like, oh, yeah, did you see Robert Downey Jr.'s show I just, about the cars? Yeah, I think I just texted you about that. And I'm like, I have such a hard time watching a show But I think you would like something. that, too? Yeah, and I'm going to have to try it, but it's like... Dude, I feel like when I see this ultra celebrity that's trying to be casual and trying to be like, oh, look, I'm more than just an actor, I have a tendency, like, I believe they're, they're full of shit. So, like, like, all right, so on the car side of things, because I'm a huge car enthusiast, Kevin Hart did a, a show where him and his dickhead friends, they all owned a bunch of muscle cars, and, like, it was very staged. Everything seemed super staged and, like, scripted. You know, so like uh-huh. they would have these meetups, they would have like these group talks and like Kevin's running the show and they're like, all right, we're going to we're going to join the car club community and we're going to become car enthusiasts. And it just to me, it comes off as ultra phony, right. like super, super phony. You're showing up to a car club like a, a like a like. So the car show that I went to uh, yesterday. Um. Imagine a, a fucking local celebrity shows up in some car that's worth a million fucking dollars that he clearly spent, a, you know, a huge amount of money paying somebody like me to build for them. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to respect you because there's always this theory of like built, not bought, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, dude, it's cool that you got that. But at the end of the day, like... If you want to really impress me, I want to see you... I want to see you do it. Climb under that fucking car on some jack stands, some sketchy-ass Harbor Freight jack stands that have a recall. They could crush you to death. Yeah. You know? Climb under the car and change some shit out, and let me see you get some oil on your fucking face. Right. And... I uh, think that's, like, part of my issue with it, too, is, like, when I see, like, some of those cars that you're doing or whatever... 
And I'm like, yeah, I would love to own that. But if you ask me a question about that car, I don't know shit about it. Well, you it's know? a it's, it's a, like I don't want to just be driving around in it and then like know nothing about it. Yeah, but know? that's a part of the problem too, though, because at the end of the day, not everybody can do what we do. You know, yeah. people like your artwork and they buy your artwork and hang it on their walls because they can't. They can't create that. Mm-hmm. You are the creator, and I think that there's such a problem with our within our our thinking is that like, oh, you're a piece of shit because you can't do what I do. But the reality is, is you should be able to buy a car and go, dude, I don't know. I like 1970 Chevelles and I always fucking wanted one. And I didn't build it, but I fucking love it. And you know what? Here's the guy that did build it. He knew what he was doing. So I pay him to fucking fix the car and take care of it. There should be nothing wrong with that. I should not look down on you yeah. because you want a cool car, but you don't know how to fix it. It's not a matter of fixing it. I don't know shit about it to begin with. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, so, and this is this is where it gets uh, really tricky. You, I wouldn't say nothing about a woman that went out and bought a convertible Mustang. Yeah, that's I wouldn't true. fucking break her balls. Mm. Oh, you stupid bitch. I can't I think believe you just, bought this. I think it just makes it look like you have too much money for your own good kind of thing. Like, for me... I mean, yeah. It's not for everybody. Yeah, but that's because in our society we judge each other. Yeah. You know, some people drive past my house and they're like, "How the fuck does that guy afford that?" Yeah. You know, but then I drive out to Chad's Ford and I'm like, "Look at this piece of shit! I can't believe he lives in this fucking house." Yeah. You know, and reality is, is we're all struggling. Nobody yeah. in this country knows how to go. Hey, man, he's a fucking human. He's just, he's right. just trying to have a good time before he goes. Yeah, that's true. You know, so, dude, buy the car, man. I'm not buying nothing. Bye. Don't buy the car. <laughs> Fuck I'm, I'm not buying shit anymore. But, I mean, on the same token, I should look at a celebrity that's trying to, like, enjoy themselves. Yeah. And I should watch the show and just be unbiased and, like, try to I think you would dick. like it. And it's not so much that, like, you're going to watch it and be, like, disgusted with Robert Downey Jr. I think you're going to enjoy the people that are around him that have the knowledge. So, you know what's my fear? But I think there's a... I'm not sure if this is true or not. I think he's taking, like, classic cars and making them, like, eco-friendly. That kind of annoys annoys me. Yeah, and I thought maybe that would, but I thought just the... I think the technical side of the show you'll enjoy. So, it annoys me, but it's also a little bit... I'm a little curious because you can make them things really fast. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's going to make, like, a GTO that runs on corn oil or some shit. I don't fucking know. They're using electric motors. Oh, maybe. So, Tesla sells a crate motor, which is, like... It's a race car motor. It's a big old electric motor that drops right in the engine bay. You got to figure out where to put the batteries at. You got to, you know... You know make the computer that's going to control this thing but like they do sell it oh they already sell it it's like twelve thousand dollars you know it's it's a you know a good chunk of change right but it will be 100 percent electric and not run off of gasoline at all (coughs) yeah there you go there's that fucking sneeze we were talking about sneaky fucker we got him we got him got it i knew it was coming so uh, I'll check it out. You know. So my other fear of, of Robert Downey Jr. is that I love him. Yeah, and now you might think he's kind of a douche. And that's a worry of mine yeah. because I really—he's uh, a recovering addict. There's he's a guy that, yeah. that changed his life. Maybe you'll like him even more. Maybe you'll find out, like, huh? He knows some shit that I didn't think he knew. Perhaps. I Perhaps. think you just watch one episode. Yeah, if you don't like I don't it, want you know. him to taint my image of Iron Man. You know, yeah. like I mean, this is a man that I fucking, 
I mean, you know, like I would, I man crush him a little bit. You yeah. Know? Not on like a sexual no, level. I know what you like mean. I don't want to suck his dick, you know. Yeah. But like, and you know, and for anybody that knows me, like, dude, I'm not apart from that. I would suck Brad Pitt's we dick. We don't want I'm this to saying. fall on death. And not gay in a years. gay weird, and not in a gay way. I'm just saying that man is so fucking beautiful that I would. I would suck his dick if he asked me. I'm just saying. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> I think it was a uh, Norm Macdonald says that in like one of his last comedy specials. It was so good. I'm just saying. Something where he like ends up like blowing a waiter or something, <laughs> and uh, and he was like, you know, I don't like you very much, but I'm a man of my word or something. He was so fucking funny, man. I love Norm Macdonald. I loved how I uncomfortable he him. made people. Man. Yeah, and he was so dry about it, too. Dude. I fucking love, love Norm MacDonald. Dude, he was on something, and he was just like, uh, yeah, well, you know, he does fuck children. Yeah, Talking yeah. about Michael Jackson. Oh, he he and loves like saying that shit about Michael Jackson. Right in front of like yeah. a bunch of people, and you're just like... Ooh, yeah. this fucking guy. He don't give so, a fuck. So I did, I did like when it when I think of my comedy and the things that I do, <laughs> the shock value of Norm Macdonald was always a part of like. I'm gonna have to say he's probably my favorite comedian. Definitely up it's there. It's him, George Carlin. Yeah, like those are my two favorites. He's one of the greats. That's for yeah. sure. He's you know? so, he's special. Um, what was I just thinking of? Uh, I fucking totally brain farted. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, well, we fucked this episode. Why we fucked it right in its ass. Oh, uh, what was I talking about? I was like, I was reflecting on uh, a conversation that you and I had that never made it on air. But I was I was picking your brain about watching uh, tranny porn. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I said something and I did it on purpose. I, I was like trying to make it awkward. I was like, yeah, you would never watch tranny porn? Yeah, oh, I've, yeah, I've watched tranny porn. Yeah, yeah I think I remember. I was this. like, dude, would you watch a tranny fuck a chick? And you were like, no, no, I wouldn't. I was like, shit, yeah, man, I've done it. I've jerked off to yeah. it. <laughs> and you were like, you got all fucking quiet Jeez. on me. You're like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Aaron sent me a thing one time where it was like two dudes having sex, right? And it was like a fucking thing that popped. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, and like the guy's bouncing up and down, dude. And his and the the fucking receiver the the catcher here his dick is swinging like in a <laughs> clockwise motion or whatever, and it says if you watch his dick swing ten times you're gay or something like that. And I was, he thought that was funny. He thought that was fucking hilarious. But uh, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it uncomfortable? Did <laughs> you watch just, it for eleven rotations? Look, man, it's not something that like it's not part of like my. Um, I don't know. It's not part of my repertoire to, to watch guys, you know, take it in their butt or whatever. It's just not me. It's not a thing that it's not we a do. Thing, it's not a thing that I do. Do you think that's like a part of... I don't have a... Like, listen. I'm not going to apologize for this either. No. I don't care. The, I, the, problem, know, like, the problem is, is why why is it that I have to be so comfortable yeah, watching right, right, right. something else? Yeah. Like, I think it's comical because right now I've been watching these movies where they're like... They're fighting to illustrate straight people and gay people intermingling. Right. And, like, I think it's so weird to watch a straight couple in a film fake, like, they they fictitiously, like, cheer on the gay kid. Yeah, it seems very unnatural. 
dude, it's not fucking natural. That's not normal. Right. People don't do that. Oh, yo, holy shit, you fucking right in the ass, bud. <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about, dude? Yeah. I don't even think it... It's not even, like, really <laughs> natural. Fuck right in the ass. Just go an inch deeper. <laughs> Get it all the way in there, man. Get to the base of them balls. <laughs> that, Listen, that, like, son... They, it, but people like accuse you of being homophobic because you're not comfortable with it. It's not that. It fucking it it doesn't do anything for me. Like well, I don't want to know. End, like I don't need to see day, something that to doesn't appeal to me. In in normal social culture, you know, and and I say normal, I mean like ten years ago, sex is a relatively private thing, and and to me, I still think that that's the biggest problem. Is like, dude. I don't care what you do no. in your house. I just don't. But wanna... like, we don't have to discuss Listen, it in public. And like, when I was a kid, okay, when I was a teenager, and I had a girlfriend, I was like so charged up and horned up over it all yeah. the time. I made out with this chick anywhere and everywhere, and I didn't care who was around. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it made people uncomfortable. Sure. You know, like people were like, yo, dude, get a room. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So why is it any different that yeah. I don't want to see your display of affection like in my face everywhere to fucking go? I don't care. I don't fucking care about, you know, the thing that makes you come. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Dude, at the yeah. end of the day, and I understand the whole blight of like uh, fighting for equality in the gay community. Because I think, as a friend of mine once said to me, dude, you can't stop love. And I agree with that. Listen, if you're a member of the gay community and you're in love with this person, that is something that transcends gay or straight. It doesn't matter. If you're in love with this person, nobody should fucking stop you. And that's coming from a guy that's married to a black woman where, dude, a hundred fucking years ago, they would have hung me and my wife for mm -hmm. being in a relationship. So, yes, I have to believe that you're allowed to love anybody you fucking want. Right. You know? As long as it's not a child. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to cross that fucking line. Yeah, that's another know? thing I have an issue with. It's like some of the stuff like the, like the, um, like there, there's a, a level of like decency that people are just crossing the line of. So the funny thing is, is. So like when like the trans stripper is yeah. dancing in front of like. The kids. Kids or whatever. Nah. Like, what? No thanks. Like, this isn't what you do, man. Like, this just isn't... These are kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so that that's the problem. And, and it's funny because when you watch both political sides arguing back and forth, it's like none of them understand why can't we find a happy medium. Right. You know? Like, that's the part that I'm always blown away by is like, dude... Nobody's saying that you can't be a trans person or you can't be a gay person or you can't be anything. Why don't we draw the line at children and leave the fucking kids alone? Like, that's yeah. for me, that's my personal touch on this is like, dude, if you decide at 18 years old that you identify as a man or a woman or whatever, who the fuck am I to tell you anything? Yeah. I'm a nobody. I don't belong in your life, if, especially if you don't agree with me or I don't agree with you, then we're not to, we don't have to fucking hang out, you know? We don't have to try to convince each other. But the moment that you start telling me that I'm a piece of shit because I'm raising my kids a certain kind of way, well, who the fuck are you, yeah. you know? And that's the hurdle that I get into is like, 
Where do we draw the line here? Now, I know on the conservative side of things, that's what everybody keeps arguing about is like, well, the progressive people are going too far. They always go too far. And and it's funny because you have to think like, I don't know, there are people that are openly saying, I am a person that's attracted to minors. And, and like, as a society, why are we not supposed to just... I don't understand why I'm supposed to just smile and be like, yeah, that guy lives right across the street, wants to fuck my kids. Yeah. I don't want to think like that. I don't want to, I'm not going to think like that. I'm telling you right now, it's not fucking happening. Nope. And I know that makes me sound like a gun-toting, confederate, fucking neo-Nazi, homophobic piece of shit. But I'm not really any of that. Right. I'm just a guy that wants my children to be safe, you know? I don't give a fuck if they're gay. I don't care if they change their genders when they're an adult, you know. But right now, leave them the fuck yeah, alone. Yeah, let them just be fucking kids, man. They just want to go in the backyard and play and fucking yep. wrestle with the dogs and shit and fucking have fun. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is a throwaway episode. Why you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we went down to like a very serious, yeah. you yeah. know. You know what? Dude, fuck all that, man. I don't care. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I'm fucking hungry, man. Yeah. You hungry? A little bit. You want some food? Possibly. Dude, I got Boost Corner Scrapple. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't eat Scrapple. You don't eat Scrapple? Not a Scrapple guy. You don't want the leftovers off the floor? I don't really eat Scrapple. Like, I don't think I've ever eaten it. Like, I think I've taken a bite and like, I'm good. Really? I don't have a problem with it. I yeah? I just, just don't want it. Yeah. Mm, I love it. I like, uh... I like, like, you know, bacon's fine. Bacon's... Bacon, yeah, bacon's the shit. Bacon's great. Yeah, like, bacon, I guess, is my go-to breakfast meat. Yeah. Every once in a while, maybe a sausage, you know? You love the sausage. I don't love it, but every once in a while, I like it. I was it. making a gay joke. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I don't like sausage. I'm not gay. No. Oh, man. <laughs> I, this is this is the... Uh, this is the... Uh, this is the episode where we just On shoot, gay deaf ears. She, we shoot all over... What somebody did we say it was? Her? On deaf gay ears? So somebody somebody we grew up with reached out to me and they were like, uh, hey, man, I love the episode. And he said specifically, he was like, I love the fact that you invited a Ku Klux Klan member to come on your show and talk about how he likes making dollhouses. Oh. <laughs> I think it was just passing conversation there. We didn't Shit. invite nobody, did we? Well, I mean, we we, would, we insinuated that you we could would come. listen to him. You yeah. know, like I mean, I mean, hear me out. As long as he doesn't drop, <laughs> you know, any nasty words in there, like this is, you know, a relatively. I mean, that show that's like a debate is for a lot of people is like, you know, you might be the most talented motherfucker in the world at one thing. Yeah, and nobody can do this better than you. Yeah. But because you are this, 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 and this, I can't support you. you yeah. Know? It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I just heard uh, the other day that R. Kelly is doing uh, multiple life sentences. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, he should. Yeah, he fucks kids, man. Yeah, he's a piece you of know? shit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, he fucked kids on, on like, on video. He didn't give a fuck. I think he married, like, Aaliyah when she was, like, fucking 13 or 14 years old. No way. That yeah. young? Really? Yeah. The really? girl that died in the car crash. Yeah. Yeah. Not the she car wasn't crash. That young, crash. Was she was she? young, dude. Really? Fucking young. Crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, boy. 
What do we want to talk about? How can we car crash the fuck out of this episode? I think we more? already did. No, yeah. let's not car crash nothing no more. That's no more. No more, <laughs> no more car crashes. No more car crashes. <laughs> oh, all right. No. I'm like, <laughs> what else of a dumpster fire can we discuss? You know, Biden's economy. Hmm? I don't what know else? shit about it. Trump's Trump's uh, Trump's allegations. Nah. Fucking silly. All these people. Everything's crazy. Yeah, I don't even, like, watch the news anymore. Like, I don't, I don't, like, have, like, I don't put the news on. Nothing. Dude, I wish people would just stop talking to me about it. I don't give a fuck anymore about nothing. Nope. You know? I'm, like, becoming a nihilist. You know? Like. Yeah. I'm, like, dude, I don't want to do it. I don't want to participate. You nope. know? Mm. Chris Hunter, the sovereign nation. Don't say that. Because they have a FBI has a whole fucking yeah. folder full of uh, what do they call them sovereign citizens? They're fucking crazy though. They're fucking yeah. idiots. My wife was asking me about that because she's been watching these court case things uh, about these crazy people. The cops will pull them over. They won't roll the window down. They'll be yelling at the cop through the window or through a slit in the window. And, and they like, kind of act like they're above the law. They're like, you can't do that. I'm a sovereign citizen. I, I liberated my social security number and I have control of my entity. And rah, 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 whatever jerk off shit they think in their head. And I'm like, yeah, but you're currently on U.S. soil. Yeah, right. So therefore, and I don't like it either, but we have to abide by the laws to some degree or at least deal with the consequences of those laws that we break because that's the fucking deal we all made when we lived in this country, you know? Mm. <sighs> so, no, I'm not a sovereign citizen. I'm not one of them fucking lunatics. I, it's so funny because they think that they're going to get out of legal trouble. They're yeah. like, no, 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 you can't do this. You can't. No, I'm a sovereign citizen. You can't You can't just, uh, and I'm like, <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck they want. You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but they can do whatever they want. Yeah, and they, they will. And they will. They will do whatever they want. They will shoot black people if they feel like it. We have seen. I don't know. I don't mean... I and just white think, guys, too. I think, I like, when it comes down people. to it, like, if you're going to fucking challenge the government, you're going to challenge law enforcement, chances are you're not going to win. Really good fucking chances. You're not, yeah. Mm. Really, like, I would not bet on those chances. Right, there's people that are in, like, fucking government fucking holding situations that are never going to fucking not be in that situation. Isn't that, like, the crazy thing that people still think that they're going to, That's their life. What, in a cell? Yeah. I got friends that are in cells that are, That's their life. That's their, their existence. I don't know. Dude, I would be like Shawshank Redemption, man. You would never in your fucking life... I'm telling you right now, I would spend the rest of my goddamn life trying to escape. Yeah? I'm telling you right fucking now, I'm, I don't care if the government hears me or not. Dude, if you locked me up, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not a suicidal person. I don't really believe in that, but make no mistake, I'm going to be yeah, scratching it's... the mortar between these fucking bricks for the rest of my life. Yeah. I need hope. That I'm not going to be here forever, you know? Right. I just have, like, this, dude, fuck you. <laughs> I will literally use this plastic fork and scratch the mortar out between these bricks one by one for the rest of my goddamn life. Me and the fucking rats are going to sneak through the walls, and I'm fucking leaving, dude. 
my celly won't even know that I'm doing it. Yeah. Just little by little, just picking grains of fucking mortar out of that thing. Just <laughs> boop, boop, boop. You know, we'll do a couple more tomorrow, you know, and like sweep the floor, get rid of the fucking dust. I couldn't imagine, man. Like, I, I think I'd, I hope I can draw, you know. <laughs> I hope I could do something. That's all they do. I'd That's be a, doing a lot of fucking push-ups. Yeah. You'd be a just, strong motherfucker, man. Yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, like your body needs activity of some sort, so I think that's why guys get kind of jacked in prison. They don't nothing better to do. And they jerk know? off a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, th- I think I think like there's some, like as I'm getting older, I'm starting to feel like my libido kind of decreasing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I'm almost comfortable with it. I don't even like, care anymore. Yeah. Okay. Now I can think. You yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I can fucking think. I can Dude, I remember three. sitting in my house for fucking hours rubbing one loose, man. I swear to God, I'm not even exaggerating. Dude, as a younger guy, I remember being so worked up that I literally was like, ah, fuck it. Internet porn in my hand. Yeah. This is what we're doing today, you know? When I was and a just, kid, I would three times a day. Dude, it was so bad. And then it was like, I couldn't even focus. If I had shit to do, I was just like, yeah, guess we're not accomplishing nothing yeah. today. You I couldn't know? fall asleep unless I did it sometimes, you know? Yeah. Fucking, and I would like beat myself raw. Sometimes. <laughs> when, I was, like, when I was like 14 years old, it was like constantly in situations, man. At right age, trying to find something to heal my fucking... <laughs> To heal my uh, my wounded. Dude, Dave, you, have you ever jerked off with a condom on just because you didn't want to clean it up? <laughs> I don't think I have. Fuck no. that. I've done that, yeah. dude. I was like, oh, this is a new sensation. It's a little different, yeah. you know? Dude, there was something oddly fucking enjoyable about using condoms. Really? Yeah, I remember that. I remember like being like, there was something about it that just made sense. Like, it just felt different or something. You yeah. Know? Well, when you're young, I think it's just the whole idea of like, this is... I'm I mean, I lost my this. virginity using a condom, so... Did you? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even remember. And thank I God I, I did. I hope I did. Because, you know, you lose your virginity, you're two strokes in, you're done. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you know, so I would, like... I just... Because I was wearing a condom, I just went for a couple more minutes just to make myself seem like I was... <laughs> Not a chump, you know? <laughs> and then you fake it. You fake come. You fake come like fucking 10 minutes later. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah that was great. That was so good. Oh, have you, you ever have Just patter on the forehead. Have good you job. as a man ever faked busting a nut? Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, got to yeah. go. Yeah, I'll clean this up later. Nah. Just leave it on and walk out the door. I remember one time <laughs> I was with this chick and I was just like... I don't know, about 20 or 30 minutes into it, and I was just like, this has to end. Like, I just wasn't into it. Yeah. I wasn't into her. I didn't really find her attractive. Yeah. And I was just like, I got, like, and I feel bad saying that, because I'm not the most attractive dude on the planet Doesn't either. matter. But, Doesn't like, matter. it just, it wasn't clicking in my head, you yeah. know? So it was like, I was like, let me just make like I finished, and yeah. run in that bathroom, and flush this condom down the toilet, <laughs> and be like, thank you, Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Pat her on the head. Good job. Good Which, job. Yeah, I just, I totally faked it. Yeah. And I was like, man, I just, let's go watch American Gladiators. Just <laughs> yeah, over with. Oh, <sighs> shit. All right, man. Well, this was a train wreck. Yeah. I still think that we should have the listeners. Let them have it, man. Let yeah. them have it. You know? Well, there's that one. Yeah. On on gay deaf ears. On gay deaf ears. Stay tuned. It's only going to get better. Or worse. Or worse. Bye. All right. Let's get that outro.
Thanks for listening to the Renaissance Manchild. Renaissance Manchild is a Yardbird Tuna production. If you enjoyed the show, please like, follow, and share. Any ideas or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you talk good. Mm-hmm.